Welcome to ACC 2021, and I'm joined by Jean-Philippe Collet and Jumanta Lascaux to talk about an exciting new study looking at anticoagulation with the Pixaban in the setting of TAVR, uh, the Atlantis study. So I've been waiting to see this study. I'm very excited to hear what you found. Let's start off with you, Jean-Philippe. Talk to us a little bit about the design of the study and the findings, and then we'll turn it over to Gilles to talk about the CT substudy. So uh, our primary objective in, uh, in Atlantis, which was led by uh, our uh, action study group, was to look at you know whether uh, a PIC7 uh, was superior uh, versus the standard of care, irrespective of the need for oral anticoagulation, and then uh, to uh, examine whether there was an interaction according to uh, the need for oral anticoagulation. So the patient was stratified uh, at the time of randomization, once they were stabilized, to uh, in the first stratum of PIC7 versus VKA, and this represented uh, 450 patients. And in the stratum two, where there were no need for oral anticoagulation to a PIC7 versus uh, antiplatelet therapy. And this represented about 1000 patients. And uh, we looked at the net clinical benefit over one year of follow-up, uh, which was defined as uh, the occurrence of death, MI, stroke, systemic embolism, uh, intracardiac or bowel prosthesis thrombosis, deep vein thrombosis or pulmonary embolism, and any uh, major bleedings. So in this uh, uh, endpoint, with an imaging endpoint, uh, which uh, is the uh, valve thrombosis, uh, which was defined as uh, the visible thrombus on TT or on CT scan, which was protocol mandated between three to six months, and Jill will talk about that. And uh, any evidence for uh, hemodynamic, hemodynamic valve dysfunction or reduced leaflet motion on the 4D CT scan. So uh, this study was uh, conducted in uh, four European countries at 50, uh, 50 sites. And uh, we found that uh, in this, you know, uh, real all commerce population, with about 30% uh, uh, of patients uh, who were in need for oral anticoagulation because of uh, alkyl fibrillation, uh, that uh, PIC7 was not superior uh, to uh, the standard of care. Uh, with uh, 150 events uh, in the standard of care group and 138 events. And there were no interaction according to the need for oral anticoagulation. So this is the, the key finding of, of the study. And, and then, Go ahead, and what if you just look at the ischemic outcomes on their own without bleeding in the primary endpoint? Was there anything well, there? Yeah, there were pre-specified uh, ischemic uh, uh, outcome which were defined, mainly death, MI, and stroke TIA, and uh, there were no difference, but uh, there was a trend for numer numerically higher number of events uh, in the apic versus the standard of care. And this was uh, mainly driven uh, by, you know, uh, death. So, uh, but the bioprosthetic thrombosis as defined in the main endpoint was uh, reduced, and Jill will talk about that, as well as deep vein thrombosis uh, and pulmonary embolism. So, uh, to, uh, you know, have more, uh, you know, insights, uh, uh, we looked at um, first safety analysis. And uh, a good news is that safety was. Uh, similar, uh, irrespective you know, of what you're looking at. The uh, primary safety endpoint, which was defined as left threatening bleeds or major bleeds, 
was similar, and any uh, component uh, of this uh, uh, primary endpoint. Uh, and then uh, we looked at uh, stratum, uh, each stratum, what, what's, what's going on in each stratum. So in the first stratum, uh, which was patients who were in need for oral anticoagulation, of course at higher risk, because you know, uh, 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 higher base baseline characteristics at, at risk. And we found no difference with respect to primary outcomes, secondary efficacy outcomes, safety, and valve thrombosis. Uh, so given the, the ease of use of Apixaban, uh, this population uh, may be a good focus for, uh, for Apixaban. So the more, more difficult population is the stratum two, uh, patients who are not in need for Ireland regulation. And as you know, uh, the Galileo trial uh, was halted uh, because you know, of uh, safety issues and no benefit. So what we found uh, in our study is first, same safety, which is a good news, and then uh, with respect to the primary uh, outcome, uh, less events in the APIC7 group uh, versus the standard of care, but this was mainly driven by the reduction in, in valve thrombosis. And then uh, when looking at uh, uh, the pre-specified secondary uh, outcomes, there were no difference with respect to stroke or MI or systemic embolism, but there was a signal towards uh, more non-cardiovascular death in uh, the apixaban versus the standard of care. But this represented you know, very small number of events, uh, 14 versus five uh, out of uh, more than 1,000 patients. And the reason for non-cardiovascular deaths has nothing to do with uh, any bleeds uh, prior to uh, you know, the occurrence of death. This was more related uh, to sepsis or you know, end-stage renal failure, which uh, led to death of these patients. So this is uh, where we are you know, with this uh, study. There are, of course, uh, some limitations, but I think that the main conclusions are as follows. First, Apixaban is not superior you know, in the whole population uh, versus standard of care, but this is true in both stratum. The safety is very good in the global population, but also in uh, the uh, both uh, stratum. Subclinical valve thrombosis uh, is decreased. And this is mainly driven uh, by the stratum where anticoagulation was not needed. And finally, as said before, a signal towards uh, uh, more non-cardiovascular mortality uh, in patients uh, who are not in need for uh, oral anticoagulation. Can I just ask one question, Jean-Philippe? The fatal bleeds, were those cardiovascular events or were those part of the non-cardiovascular deaths? Well, the, the fatal bleeds were part of, uh, of course, cardiovascular events. Okay, good. Well, so you also had an imaging sub-study. Uh, Gilles, what did you find in that study? Yes, uh, what is um, unique in this uh, randomized study is that we, we ask uh, the patient to come back three to six months after TAVI for uh, a 4D CT scan. Uh, of course, this is an elderly population. Some of these patients were uh, far away from the center. So we got only 800 uh, patients globally coming back for this uh, CT scan, which is a fairly good number uh, when we compare to what we have seen in, in other studies. So we have a large group of patients with a CT scan performed and we uh, had a primary uh, outcome for this uh, study, which was uh, the combination of uh, reduced leaflet motion of grade three or four, or HALT, 
um, uh, of grade three or four. And, and, and clearly in this study, we see a very strong uh, interaction between the two strata. There is one stratum where nothing happens when you compare uh, anticoagulation with warfarin versus anticoagulation with apixaban, no difference. You prevent uh, valve thrombosis. And there is one stratum where there is a big difference when you compare antiplatelet therapy, whatever it is, to apixaban. And, and you get here a 50% reduction of valve thrombosis, uh, which is, of course, a, a, a significant reduction. And when we look at all the endpoints of this uh, imaging study, presence of thrombus or heart or RLM only, whatever it is, you get exactly the same thing. So we have strong data suggesting that indeed anticoagulation can reduce uh, valve thrombosis. Now, is it important for the patients? Uh, uh, it's difficult to say. Uh, we have one year outcome only in this uh, study. We see a trend. Patients with a valve thrombosis tend to have more events at one year, but it's not significant. We may need a longer follow-up. We uh, may need more patients to demonstrate that, but there is a trend. And uh, uh, clearly, uh, on, on, on valve durability, we don't know. It's, it's too short. So my question for the two of you, is it too early to dismiss the benefits of NOACs given their benefits on valve thrombosis? Are we underpowered or do we just have too little follow-up? Do we need bigger studies? Or do we say, well, if there is anything there, uh, it's awful small, so let's dismiss the NOACs. So Jean-Philippe, is it too early, too little to dismiss the NOACs or do we need more data? Well, I think that uh, in the stratum of patients where uh, anticoagulation is needed, I think that uh, we have you know, fairly good data uh, given the ease of use of uh, apixaban and uh, given you know, the, 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 the prior studies uh, like Averroes uh, or Aristotle. So for, for, for us, it's, it, I mean, we can use apixaban in, the, in this uh, population, although probably our study lack of power to demonstrate you know, uh, real things. Now, with respect to uh, you know the patients who are not in need for oral anticoagulation, and right. I, is you know what the question is, uh, I think that uh, given the, the the good safety profile, uh, this is a good news. First, uh, now with respect to uh, uh, you know ischemic events, uh, you know like uh, uh, MI or stroke, uh, there is no differences, and the main difference is uh, driven by sy systemic embolism and uh, valve thrombosis. And I think that the main issue is uh, the non-cardiovascular deaths. And probably we are dealing with, you know, uh, a very elderly population at risk. Uh, mean age was uh, 81 years. And when you look at, you know, the events which uh, precipitated, uh, you know, the, 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 the fatal, you know, so, um, uh, outcome of this patient, it has nothing to do with cardiovascular events. So I think that, uh, using uh, a pixaman as a default strategy in this population is not demonstrated for sure. But I think that there are situations uh, where, for example, uh, uh, you have a, a high risk of, uh, you know, valve thrombosis, and we need to have more uh, data in this, uh, you know, subset of patients. Uh, this may be an option. So, Gilles, how well powered were you, though, to find a difference in clinical outcomes? I mean, here you have a provocative trend. 
showing you reduced valve thrombosis, that surrogate tends to be related to outcomes, tends. Were you adequately powered to exclude a benefit in that second cohort? I, you know, um, valve thrombosis is one thing. Clinical outcomes is, is a, a, a different animal. Uh, clearly, um, we can conclude on valve thrombosis and anticoagulation, whatever it is, is going to reduce valve thrombosis. And if you think it is important, you need to consider this kind of treatment. In terms of clinical outcomes, we can say that uh, the study is well-powered to look globally at clinical outcomes. Um, and and we, we can say that Epic 7 performs globally well against standard of care. Uh, uh, but is it good enough to change practice? Um, I, I think the data that we have in patients, you know, with an indication for all anticoagulation are quite good. Safety is exactly the same. Uh, efficacy is exactly the same. Uh, and of course, Epic 7 is much easier to use than warfarin. And the track record of Epic 7 in AFib is excellent. So most of these patients, after TAVI, needing anticoagulation, they have AFib. So it's probably a good group of patients to get treated with apixaban. For the other patients, too early to say. I think we need more data. Uh, we need probably to repeat this kind of study in, in different uh, populations after TAVI, maybe low-risk patients, for example. Um, but but um, so far, we have had three big trials after TAVI. One has shown that Clopidogrel is not useful on top of aspirin or on top of warfarin. So no benefit of clopidogrel. The other one was stopped prematurely uh, because there was an excess of bleeds and deaths with uh, uh, rivaroxaban combined with aspirin. And, and we have this study, and I must say it's probably the best set of data that we have after TAVI uh, testing uh, apixaban. But again, uh, we need to be very careful. We need probably more data and another study, I guess, especially for the patients without an indication for oral anticoagulation. Well, amazing work, the two of you. Uh, congratulations to you and your network on doing such a great job enrolling so many patients and providing some very, very important answers here. I hope you'll go on and answer those other questions again, you two with some bigger studies. Thanks for joining us here today. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Thanks. And thanks to all of you for joining us here live from ACC 2021.